When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jealous here uh, with a special episode of Tales of Tamriel. So we're going to kind of do a short little episode here this uh, this week because obviously, as some of you know, uh, some real life stuff has come up for me work wise. I will not be here. There are several others who weren't going to be here, but uh, we have a little special show for you because uh, I have Avi, Avi Optimal here. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing really good, and I'm excited for this show right now. <laughs> well, the reason why we're excited is, as you can probably see on the screen if you're watching this on YouTube, um, I have up the Elder Scrolls Online Tales of Tamriel, which they stole our name, by the way, yeah. uh, Volume 1, The Land. Now, uh, this book is just came out very recently, and after the book came out, I had an email from our friends over at Titan Books, who offered to send us a copy to review of, of their book. So obviously we accepted that and we wanted to look through this and give a, you know, an honest review of the book, whether, you know, what we thought of the content, you know, construction, all of that, and whether or not we think it's worth the price. Um, and as a special little note, they also sent us a copy saying that we are allowed to give it away on our show. So we will be giving this away to one of you guys. Uh, so stay tuned for the end of this little section here, and we'll explain exactly how it is that you can win this book. All right. Avi, I know you went out and you uh, you bought the book, and you had an interesting little story too, didn't you, when you bought the book? Yeah, I actually went down to the local Barnes & Noble and uh, saw the beautiful Tales of Tamriel book one sitting there, and I picked it up and took it over to the counter where uh, one of the girls actually recognized the game and told me, oh, I'm a big Elder Scrolls fan. I told her about the podcast, and she went, I know about that podcast. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think she's, uh, she's been on the scene, the podcast, since I've been on it. I told her my name, and she was just kind of like, oh, okay, uh, I'm going to have to check it out again. Yeah, and so that was really cool. It was probably the first time ever that somebody would notice me out of, out of game <laughs> nice nice it was a, it was a cool experience that's feel a little sure. little famous there now like ooh. <laughs> I, I was like well i can give you my autograph if you'd like and she was like, no, <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> save that for episode 100 i got the avi autograph yeah right <laughs> awesome awesome yeah you told me that story and i thought that was that was awesome it's always nice to uh 
to hear that like um i i haven't had that experience in in, in real life yet other than um I think when the episode first came out or something like that, I was like humming the Elder Scrolls songs when I was walking through the store and someone heard it and asked if I was, uh, you know, an Elder Scrolls fan if I had played ESO yet. And obviously we had the podcast about it. So uh, I turned her on to the podcast as well because she went like right there and like subbed on her phone right away, which was pretty awesome. <laughs> and, uh, Very nice. In game, I, I get a few whispers every once in a while. People see me run around and they're like, wait, are you that jealous? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. And then they block me for some odd reason. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're uh, that guy who has a problem with the old married dominion. You're that huh? guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's roll right into what we're here to talk about, which is the Tales of Tamriel book. Uh, I have handy little copy right here, which you can all see on the screen. As it's very, very nice. Avi, uh, first things first, let's go ahead and talk about the construction of the book. What did you think of when you first got your hands on it? I was surprised. And honestly, I, I went to go pick up this book thinking that it wasn't going to be worth the price. I was thinking that it wasn't going to be the nicest quality until I seen it and I picked it up with my hands. I, I'm not too sure exactly what the book is made out of, as we were discussing before mm -hmm. the show, trying to figure it out. But it almost has this beautiful, almost like it's engraved or imprinted, the Elder Scrolls Online logo. You open up the first page and you have the map and uh, the they have uh, sketches to actual real lifestyle art. The, the book is phenomenal. So. Yeah. I know we were talking about they do have that nice little engraving on the front. Like when you're looking at it, like you can see it there on the website, uh, the Bethesda store, the Bethsoft store, and you can see it here in my hand. It is engraved it, like this or indented in there. It, it, it is like a raised. Uh, I forget what the wording is for that, but it is very nice. The the actual construction on the outside uh, Avi, you and I were both talking about our clammy hands and how we keep leaving fingerprints yeah. on the book. Um, it honestly, I, I know it's not suede or you know, leather, but it feels like it's made out of leather. Like it really does. Like the outside feels that way. It, it is a very nice, like when I picked it up and felt it, I thought it was going to be, you know, like uh, the printed books. You know what I mean? Where it looks like it's leather, but when you touch it, you realize yeah, it's lost. That's what I thought too. But it is it is not. It actually does feel like it's a suede book. It's it's not because not for thirty five bucks. Um, it, it, there's yeah. I can't imagine them making a profit on that. But to be honest, um, I got the the Heroes Guide series um, a long time ago. Like when it came out, I I threw down like the hundred bucks and I got it. And I definitely believed even with that book set, like the people weren't making money from it or made very little. Uh, but the quality is up there with the hero's guide stuff. Like it is really nice. Um, obviously like, if you look at the front, that little, that little section is just a band. The, the thing is the Elder Scrolls tales of Tamriel. That's just a band, which you can take off, which I'm going to do. So right here, uh, you can leave it on if you like. And it does say, and I'll hold it up on the screen. Yeah. Tales of Tamriel book one. Uh, land. Now that's pretty right there. <laughs> the engravings yeah, yeah yeah i love it oh i, I it, it is a very nice book um and we were talking about it like the inside the pages of it they kind of have this little um you know they printed the pages in such a way which i will show you one of the things here just open to a random page 
it looks like it's you know an old manuscript that's what exactly what they made it as and it looks really really good and when you skip through the pages you can even see that a lot of the pages have like ink blots on them uh-huh. almost like almost like the writer was writing it actually and some of his ink spilled out onto the page and there's even some places where there's so much so much ink you can't even read some of the words mm, but it's, it's, it's very it's, smudged <laughs> it's very yeah but i like that though because it's like what was the writer feeling when he was writing it you know what was he going through i just love all those simple kind of things oh yeah and it, it does it looks they designed it to make it look like this is a book you could pick up in game that's that's the style they went with like you can see little clip, like what looks like little handwritten cliff notes on the sides and the margins and stuff like that. Of, uh, I'm looking at a page right now, which I'll pull out for our Aldmari Dominion fans. I don't, you know, the two of you that are out there, since no one really likes the Aldmari Dominion. Right here, you can see yourself a nice Bosmer archer, and it, as you can see in the book, the way they added it in, it kind of looks like someone just pasted it in there. And it is the artwork in the book is absolutely gorgeous there's uh some of it that i would say um you've probably seen before in other places uh they they reuse some of the art from other places i have a khajiit walking across my desk right now um but they there's a lot of art in here that i feel like we've never seen before don't do you get that feeling avi oh yeah definitely uh you can find a lot of the the, what is it the loading screen artwork in this mm-hmm. book they have a handful of that and then the artwork pretty much goes anywhere from the or it looks like the original design to sketches of a lot of the places and a lot of the ideas they have and definitely these pictures are a lot of them are new and unseen and when you're skipping through this book for the first time you're definitely going to see some things you've never seen before absolutely um, and for those that are uh, interested in actually what the content is, a, it, 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 it's a lot of the books and stories that you can find in game. Like, uh, for instance, let me pull another one up here um, as I'm flipping through the book because I wanted to save a few of these things. Uh, there it is, which I, I want to add this. This is of the Argonians. This book is can be found in game and as you can see in the in the in the thing this is the book the words are almost identical to what's in the game but they also add this nice little artwork of the argonians which some people don't like the argonians but i'm showing them off because they used to loves argonians and the artwork is absolutely fantastic in the book um but i feel in some areas like some of the things they added were never at least i haven't found in game are slightly expanded so there's a little bit of fresh lore from this book if you haven't read the books in game or even if you have it's still worth picking up i believe and not only reading the books in game but they expand on the actual places and the people Mm -hmm. you meet in the game and i i think that's one of the most exciting things because you go through a storyline and it ends and that character is sort of done and you can get this book and you can actually find out a little more about that character and who he is and what he's about yeah it 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 does there's a whole section on uh which i looked up because obviously i'm blood for the pact uh jeroon or jeroon jeroon the skull king he's in here he has a whole section 
um, as well as probably some of the others, but I don't really care about them. <laughs> yeah, I know Queen Iran has her whole, whole own section. Uh, I haven't found King High King Emmerich's just yet. Though. I haven't found his either, but I got to show everyone in the screen. Right there is our beloved Bard yeah. King himself, the Skull <laughs> King. Yarun. If you if you go one page before that, the other way. Oh yeah. You'll actually you'll see him holding a blade over his brother. Oh, yes, you do. And and this is actually from the game in the game. I don't, I don't know. Are we doing spoilers here? I don't know if spoiler I want to spoil anything. for anyone playing. Spoiler uh... alert. In, in the, at the end of the Ebonheart Pact quest line, Yorn kills his own brother who actually turned on him. And that picture and that story is actually explaining how that all came to be, how Yorn, or however you pronounce his name, took charge and made it so his brother wasn't going to be the next king. And it has a really great story. I mean, uh, I love that one. And that that artwork right there is definitely unique to this book. I've never seen that particular piece. I played through that um, that that uh, that's quest chain, that entire quest chain through East March. And uh, it is it is awesome to see the brothers war, as they call it on here. But I've never seen that artwork, not anywhere, not in, you know, like a loading screen. That was for this book. So it's definitely very nice. Um, I know there's some other, a few pages afterwards. You can see some early sketches of Yarun the Scald King in his armor, what they thought and looked at. It is definitely, definitely, if you're interested in the lore of the game and, and love looking at the artwork like I do, you'll definitely, definitely enjoy this. Um, and might I just say, uh, if you're new to this game or if you're like me where you weren't too sure what faction you enjoyed or where you wanted to set your characters at this book gives you such a detailed description of the Aldmeri Dominion, the Daggerfall Covenant and the Ebonheart Pact inside and out. If you're confused on what faction you like, what races you feel like you want to support in the war reading this book will give you so much more insight to the races, to the factions, to the land and everything around it. Right. And because I showed everything for uh, Aldmari Dominion and Daggerfall, or not Daggerfall Covenant, but Ebonheart Pact, for our DC fans out there, is a very inspiring fist in the air. There you go. For the Covenant. For King and Covenant. <laughs> That's it, probably my favorite art piece in the book, I must admit. I, I saw that. I had to take a little picture of it, set it as the background of my phone, and... <laughs> I love it. it. It's definitely even I. I'm not a Daggerfall guy. Obviously, as you can see from my T-shirt, it's blood for the yeah. pact. I got my dragon on blood for the pact. Um, but it's it is definitely a very 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 interesting story. And I I just, I've been reading through this book. I haven't even finished all of it yet. And uh, I'm, I'm in, not I, <laughs> I'm not even close to finishing it. But truthfully, I don't know if I really want to jump in and finish the book off as I'm really enjoying taking it slow, just jumping story to story. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure. The whole book is written by people in game. This book, mm-hmm. you buy this book, this book isn't going to be something written by a guy out of Zenimax that's just telling you a bunch of lore. This book is all based on characters in the game that are trying to tell their stories and tell history. So I think that's one of the great things. So many, so many in-game books and not in-game books that haven't been in the books. So yeah, so much information. Yeah, yeah. At the very least, 
the the book the lore that comes from this comes from the in-game books with added illustrations and stuff like that so if you've been reading in-game books you, it obviously tells you a little bit about the lore but you don't get the illustrations this will give you the illustrations as well and they are absolutely expertly done uh i love them to death so as i throw a cat down because i got too many of them let's let's go ahead and let's uh let's go over this one more time here um what do what what would we rate it on a scale of one to ten let's start with uh the overall construction of the book avi one to ten overall construction i you know i'd probably give it a nine Mm -hmm. and i and in in all honesty i'm not too sure why i I might actually have to give it a 10 out of 10. I, I don't see anything with this book that frustrates me, that makes me think, oh, they should have done this or they should have done that. And every time I look at it and I see that they just did it to my to my idea of perfection, I'm just like, you know, they did such a good job. I'm, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Okay. All right. Excellent. Um, I'm going to be a little bit more, not that much, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give them, I'll, I'll give them an 8. And the reason why, and I will say this, obviously based on all, this is just based on construction and I'll give an overall score afterwards. Um, construction of the book is absolutely wonderful. I did not give it a 10 because obviously there would have been more work which would have boosted up the, the price. Um, but a 10 to me would have been an actual leather case, like an actual leather. Now, again, leather case is expensive so you got to remember if it had a full leather binding and everything of that nature it would probably be you know 150 dollar book um so we'll we'll just say that that's a room for improvement the pages look wonderful but i know there's some techniques you can use to really make it look old. if you were going for that antique looking there there's some things you could do to age the pages a, a little more than just a printed page um Pages are wonderful. They, they kind of give that air of, you know, but uh, I know, for instance, in the Hero's Guide book, one of the one of the books in there was designed to supposed to be an alchemist guide. So it literally looks like books I've seen at the Ren Fair, like the paper is very f- fray, uh, frayed on the outside. It's like someone just took a bunch, cut it into a rough you know rectangle, folded it in half and tied it together. Um, while it's not overly pretty, the effect is there and I like it. Um, so that's why I'll give the construction an actual eight out of 10. Um, that's why, uh, okay. Uh, let's, let's talk about the actual content within the book. Uh, what, what would you rate that? The content in the book, I'd probably give an eight. And my reason for that is mainly because a lot of the stuff that you do find in the book is stuff that you'll find throughout your adventures in the Elder Scrolls online. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's not all new. It's a lot of stuff that you're going to read and you've, that you've read before and see things that you've seen before. So for that reason, I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually echo. I would probably give it probably, um, you know, I, I, will, I would actually probably give it 8, 8.5. Same thing. If you've already read everything in game, like I have. A lot of the stories, with a few exceptions, have already been re-uttered because it's literally them just taking the in-game books, separating it out, 
which I liked how they did that. That was definitely a plus. They took the books, they separated out, they had the history of of the world, if you will, and there's two little sections, like before the Ages of Man, to try to give you like the creation of the world. Looks really good. Then they separate it out by the different factions. They do they bring all the books from the Albemarle Dominion and try to group them together in a logical way to make this make the story seem cohesive. Because if you've ever read the books in the game, if you go to a zone, you find them they're books that make sense for the zone that they're in, but they don't necessarily make sense when they're together. This book does a little better job of organizing them to kind of make it flow a little bit more cohesively. Um, and I, I like that. And then of course, and they, they do the, the bestiary, if you will, the, the creatures section at the end with all the different, all the different creatures. So the, the way they organized, it looks very good in there. It's a fairly easy read for what it is. If you look at it, not as so much a novel, um, and not a textbook, it's almost like a collection of short stories or, or a poetry book, if you will, if you read it in that regard, it has a little bit more fluidity than a poetry book, but not quite the same. Uh, definitely that 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 does weigh a factor in there. Uh, what normally I would say would give it a lower score if it was just books, but the fact they have the artwork in there, and it's not just artwork we've seen before. Because I scour the internet for, for their concept art. I do. I love their concept art. And there's stuff in the book, while a lot of it I've seen, a lot of it I haven't. And that to me is worth it because I love looking at the art. So definitely I'd say probably eight and a half, maybe even a nine for content just because of the artwork and so much of it that is new is for this book. Um, let's obviously 232 pages of contents, a fairly good book. So it's, it's a thick, it's a fairly thick book, thicker than you would think. Yeah. Um, price point. 35 bucks. All right. Scale of 1 to 10, what do you think? My scale of 1 to 10 on the price range. Now, depending on if you can buy the book how I bought the book in the store for $35 plus the tax, I I think it's more than fair a fair mm -hmm. price. You know, 10 out of 10 with that pricing. If you have to order it, especially if you're from somewhere like England, you know, or <laughs> where the shipping can come up easily over $20 and raise the book's price to 55 to 60 bucks, then that's when it gets a little more, a little more iffy on the 10 out of 10 when it comes to the price range. So if you live too far and you have to order it, I'd probably lower it. But for me, I'd give it a 10 out of 10 for the price for sure. Okay. Uh, definitely as what you said, 10 of 10 for price, because all the things I mentioned above, for 35 bucks, it's an absolutely steal. Absolute steal. Like, I, I believe if you love the game and you love lore, 35 bucks for this book, hands down, I will skip a few lunches in order to save the money to buy it. It was worth it to me, uh, especially if you like physical swag. This isn't physical swag that costs you 50 bucks and it's like a, like a, a keychain or something that you're like, wow, you know, 50 bucks for this. Uh, I have seen games do that where, you know, you're buying a $100 book and it's like 20 pages or something dumb like that. It, this is packed with content. This book right here is definitely packed with content. The construction is absolutely gorgeous. Um, 
So definitely, if you can get it from the store, uh, like a, a physical store would be better because you're only paying the 35 bucks plus a few few dollars in tax. That would be the way to go. Uh, obviously, if you're buying it online from either the Best Soft Store, Titan Books, um, Amazon, wherever you're going to get it from, the, the that that rate goes up and down based on the price. Because when would I pay fifty bucks for the book, sixty bucks for the book? Yeah, it wouldn't be so much of a steal anymore, and it would be because I'm a diehard collector. Will you hate yourself for spending sixty bucks on the book? Not if you're a, a true fan of Elder Scrolls, you you won't. Um, it, you know, you're a collector and you're not in poverty. I guess it would be a good thing if you're if you're literally living out of a shoebox, maybe save the 60 bucks. But if you got the 60 bucks to spare and you love the Elder Scrolls, yeah, I would still buy it at 60 bucks. You know, and some places, honestly, other games and, and things like books of this construction um, would probably go for that amount anyway. Would you agree with me on that, Avi? Yeah, definitely would. Yeah, I, at 35 bucks, I was surprised. I like I bought it without even really getting a. Uh, uh, look at it, and then our friends at Titan Books sent us review copy as well. I, I didn't have a second thought. I, I saw yeah. the price, I saw how it looked, and I went, oh, that's a buy. Yeah, and exactly. That's a win. Yeah. yeah. Even before seeing the like the actual construction and thinking it was just going to be, you know, like I said before, the cover and stuff just being the the paper that makes it look like leather, I still would have bought it for 35 And, you know, it, it, it was wouldn't have been, you know, wouldn't have such high praise as I'm giving it right now. But um, definitely, definitely worth it. Uh, for those of you guys overseas, I would personally recommend checking out Amazon. I don't know how Amazon works in some other countries, but I know they have some because of how big they are. Uh, do not as much as I love the Bethesda store, do not go to the Bethesda store like they only ship to the US and Canada, I think it is. And if it's overseas, the shipping is immense for England. The Overseas shipping is twenty one dollars and eighty cents. Oh, which would put the book at fifty six dollars and eighty cents. <laughs> I think Amazon would get it to you cheaper. I oh, really yeah. think they would. Definitely, so, they definitely would. I if you're going to go with overseas shipping and, and stuff, I would almost definitely say go with Amazon um, if you're looking to get it. Uh, I don't know if Titan Books like their website itself, if you could buy it from there, if it'd be any cheaper. But again, the problem with uh, the Bethesda store and Titan Books is they're this is all they focus on books, obviously, and shipping is a huge cost and brings up their own. You know, they don't make as much money if they're offering cheap shipping because it costs them a lot to do it, you know, um, so that's why they suffer for shipping. But Amazon's such a huge company that does business worldwide. They'll throw your book on a plane with 900 other things that don't even relate to it and it'll get to you a lot cheaper. So uh, definitely search for it on Amazon. You might find it fairly cheap and uh, definitely pick it up. Um, overall, let's give it a final score combination of, you know, everything we did, construction, content, price range, one to 10, what, uh, you know, 10 being absolutely buy it. Would you recommend it or, you know, higher, higher up there and one being now? All right. Well, um, since I gave, out of the three things that we ranked, I gave two of them 10 out of 10. So I'm probably going to leave the book at a solid 8 out of 10 to 9 out of 10. Uh, simply because, like I told you before, I opened the book and I just can't find anything I dislike with it. 
Um, the only thing, the only reason I give it a nine is simply, as I stated before, is that a lot of the stuff you're going to find in this book is stuff that you have found in the game. And if you've read everything in the game, like a Jellos, then you're, then you, then, you know, you, you won't find as many, uh, new exciting stories, but you will find a lot of new exciting lore pictures and mm -hmm. everything else. Yeah. So eight or nine out of 10, 8.5 out of 10. 8.5. All right. All right. I, even though I, I, I rate it as it is, for the book itself, for the price that it is, if you could get it for roughly 40 bucks, I would give it a 9.5. We'll just say, if you could get it for 40 bucks with shipping or if you went to the store and you found it, if you could get it close to the 35 buck price, it is definitely like a 9, 9, 9.5. And if you love Elder Scrolls, hands down, I would recommend it. Um, even if you've read all the lore in the game like I have already, and a lot of the stories aren't really new, there is some new stuff in there, uh, but it's not like a full-out novel or anything like that. Uh, I would still do that. The price, As the price goes up, obviously the scale goes down. For some of our overseas buddies, unless you can find it in a local bookstore, um, I, wouldn't, I would say it's probably about 7.5 for like our... Um, for our overseas friends who would have to spend the $20 on shipping. I would rate it at it like a 7.5 just, just because of the price of shipping, not at all to do with the book. If you could get it for close to the 35 bucks, I'm sticking with the 9.5, but it's just to help you rate on whether or not you really want it. If you're over in, uh, I have, you know, our one faithful listener arc here. I feel bad for the poor guy. He lives in Turkey. Um, Shipping to Turkey is immense, and it would probably cost him double what the book is sold for just to ship it to him. I would rate it at about a 7.5 for him um, in terms of, of whether or not he wants to buy it because of how expensive it would be for him. But if you could get it for 35, oh, it's hands down worth it. And uh, I got to say, tight books you guys did an amazing job with this. Like yes. absolutely amazing job. Um, if the next books, I know you guys have a couple of them. There's, I know there's a volume two coming. Um, and I know you're working on some for Skyrim as well. If they're <clears throat> roughly up to the same quality and price range, um, I would, I would give similar scores. Obviously, maybe you should send us more and we can review okay. them obviously. Uh, but, you guys have a fantastic product. Absolutely fantastic product. If you like the physical swag, you like the Elder Scrolls El online and the lore, find a way to pick this book up. However you got to do it, find a way to pick this book up. And just like you said, to let them know, there, like you said, two books are being released, and that is this year. So mm -hmm. that's going to be three books released in one year. That's Skyrim Volume Volume 1, The Histories, which is being released on June 23rd. And The Elder Scrolls Online Book 2, The Lore, which is set to release on September 15th. You can already pre-order the Skyrim book from the Beth Soft at $35. So I'm guessing they're all going to be the same price. Absolutely. Yeah, I might have to just log in right now and pre-order. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I went to go check it out just to see if the price range was the same. And I saw it for pre-sale pre-order. And I was like, oh, my goodness, mm. I need that. All right. Well, we did say our friends over at Titan Books did give us a copy to give away to our faithful listeners. So this is what we are going to do. 
Uh, we are recording this on Thursday, May 14th. Um, it'll be live on Friday. I'll upload it before I go to work and uh, we'll get it out there for everybody. Um, we're let me pull up my calendar here because I actually have to look because I want to give people enough time to, to do this on dungeoncrawler.com. On the post for this, uh, we are on episode. What episode are we on right now? I have to look. I don't even. 65, I think. <laughs> I really should have looked <laughs> at like that I, before. I'm actually going to pull up my iTunes like, right now. I don't now. remember. I don't remember either. Oh, my. It's like we do. Yeah. Pulling episode my, 65. I'm pulling up my YouTube. Okay. <laughs> episode 65. I have it on my phone right now. Episode 65, which will be the Tales of Tamriel book review. Um, we're going to give you until. Let's see here. Uh, let's give you until we'll accept entries until the 29th of May, which is two weeks from tomorrow. 29th of May, what you need to do is you need to go to the website. You need to write a comment on this article, on this post, on episode 65, telling us what your favorite zone is in the Elder Scrolls um, universe or what zone you would like to see. Maybe that's outside of Tamriel itself, such as, uh, you know, uh, what uh, different zones in Akavir. Yakuda, Altmora, tell us which zone you would like and what you'd like to see, what's your favorite, and why you like it. We will then close entries and we will pick our favorite. And that person I will contact and get your shipping information and I will send the book out to you. So that is until the 29th of May. You have to go onto our website on episode 65 and tell us your favorite zone what zone you would love to see in the future in ESO and why it's your favorite. There you go. All might right. I just say, might I just say mine's white run hold white run hold. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I won't write, but I also want high, high Hrothgard. Uh, okay. All at right. least be released or be like, they dug it out at least halfway so you can start going up there. <laughs> Dig out that avalanche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll do the same thing. I'll give mine. I really want to see Solitude. Um, I love Solitude in Skyrim. It's one of my favorite cities because it has that it has that rugged northern look that I like. Is I'm obviously a Nord. I look like a Nord. I'm a Nord. Um, but I also love the Blue Palace. I love. I want to see pretty one of one of Skyrim's oldest cities, and also where the king of of the you know as of this point in Elder Scrolls lore, if I remember correctly, Skyrim is technically two nations. I think the the west and the east side. East side's obviously ruled by Yurun, the Scald King, out of Windhelm, but also the King of Solitude rules the other side, and. Um, I, I really want to see Solitude. I love that the whole land of it because I love that um, the evergreen forest that surrounds it right on the coast of the sea or right on the coast of the Sea of Ghosts. I love that whole area. And that's what I want to see in ESO and hopefully be able to buy a house there when housing comes out. <laughs> every every time I think of Solitude, I think of the guard you walk up to and he goes, you're just in time to see Rogavir. 
Oh, or the, ex- the execution. Oh, yeah every, yeah. every time I hear solitude, that line pops up into my head right away. It would be a nice little Easter egg or something if the first time you enter solitude, someone's being beheaded for some odd reason. Oh, that, w- that would be amazing. <laughs> That'd make, Just that would make me so happy. I would love to see that. It's like, yeah. oh, well, there you go. All right. <laughs> A nice little Easter egg for us Skyrim fans. Yeah, you hear that, developers? Uh, Zoss, put that in. Yep, intent. All right. We're going to do one other thing uh, for this episode, which is um, we are going to discuss, we're going to have like a little discussion topic because we're going to try to make this, even though it's going to be a shorter episode because we want to do the book review, we did want to kind of add still a little bit into into this and the thing we're going to talk about is something that we saw this week um for our discussion topic i'm going to go ahead and pull this up here i'm going to close that one now obviously you're not going to be able to read this because the site yeah. is in russian uh it's elderscrolls.net um but the reason why i'm bringing this up is this was data mined earlier and i'll explain a little bit about what's going on this was in the version 2.0.8 patch uh which came out this week which we'll talk about on episode 66 there wasn't a whole lot to it other than this this information was data mined out of the patch so obviously the code is in there now wasn't it wasn't in there before it's in there now and as you can see on the screen if you look closely i'm sure some of you probably noticed some of the symbols on these books uh they look like the capacity the uh the speed and the indoor or the stamina uh skills for your riding skill it has been theorized that these books are the newest additions to will be the newest additions to the crown store under probably a consumable item that you will be able to purchase these books um price point is not known we don't know any of this yet uh but you'll be able to purchase these books in order to cut out some of the time it takes for you to level up your skill. Uh, for those of you who are playing consoles and stuff like that, and the console hasn't been out and you haven't been playing, but you follow the show, I know there's a couple of you out there. How the game currently works is when you buy a mount, or you get one with your purchase, whatever you're doing, or you buy it from the crown store, uh, originally they each animal had its own. Um, you fed your horse different stuff, and it would either add capacity, which means it would expand your bag space speed, which means the horse ran faster than its base speed or stamina, which allowed you to sprint longer on the horse and not get knocked off. Uh, when 2.0 came out, um, they changed how that works is now a riding skill. So you can actually get up to 60, uh, 60 points in each one. That's an extra 60 bag space. Um, I forget what the exact speed is, but it's an extra 60%. So I think it's 110% faster or something like that than than normal. I can't remember the exact running speed, but you get 60% faster. And of course, you can get an extra 60 points of stamina um, to to uh, sprint with. Uh, but the key mechanic behind this is a daily cooldown, a 20-hour cooldown. So when you train your riding skill, you have to wait 20 hours to train it again. So in order to get all 60... I've been playing this game for, well, for a year now, nonstop. And I just, just maxed out my, um, my, my, my riding skill completely. Now, again, I did miss some time in here because at one point you would max out a horse and then, then you were done. You, you know, you did 60 and one and you were done. 
Um, so there were some months where I didn't didn't have things to do. Um, but overall, if you log in once a day to do this, it's going to take you uh, 180 days, 180 days. Yeah. If you do it every, every single day, yeah. 180 yeah. days. So, um, yeah, that's that's uh, what, almost six months, a little over six months or something like that. Six months. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there. six months to max out your riding skill. That's. I mean, I, I honestly don't think that's terribly long, but it's a time sink. There's no skill. It's only 250 gold. You get that in 30 seconds. It's not like it takes a lot to do this thing. Um, so it, it's really just a time sink. Um, Avi, I've been talking a lot. What, what are your thoughts? All right. So my thoughts on this, uh, I like it. I don't mind it being in the store and it's something that doesn't bother me. It's something that I don't ever see myself purchasing personally, but for people who don't have a lot of time, who can't go to the stables every day or are like me and are playing eight different alts and all of them are all spreaded out throughout Tamriel. Some are in oblivion, some are in a dungeon. <laughs> you get back to the player and you don't even know where you are anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's when the horse the horse riding and getting them better becomes very difficult and very frustrating. Uh, I think this is a good idea. I think it's good that they're going to do it. And I hope they put it in the crown store. I just really hope they keep the price range at a minimum. You know, I think we're talking before the show somewhere in there, maybe a hundred crowns for one skill point, somewhere on that line, somewhere low, or if they did bundles, you know, there's so many more things they can do with this. Uh, So I think it's a good idea. And I think it's one of those healthy things for the game to have more, but not affect the community. Okay. Um, Very well spoken. I like that a lot. Wonderful. You echoed my thoughts. Exactly. Um, I know it's going to be very surprising as jealous is not is okay with a cash shop item. Yeah, I don't mind this because to be 100 percent honest, it's not it. It doesn't affect the community at all. It it tech in, in any real way. Like while I was against motifs, I still am. And the reason behind that was for economy reasons. You could get them in game, but they were a, they were a nice chunk seller. Like even if you weren't hunting them, you got yourself a, a Daedric motif. You're like, I just made myself an easy 30, 40 K, you know, like money you didn't know you had before. Um, yeah, it, it was just a nice way of you got you got something and it was worth something in game. That's why I was against that. And I still am because there's so little things in this game that are actually worth money because you can't trade a lot of gear. Uh, other than some of the uh, legendary crafting mode uh, are pieces, not a lot of things sell super well in the game. Other than motifs and recipes and stuff, things that are rarer to find, uh, they still sell for a, a fairly nice amount. Um, this is something where it's a gold sink in game and is not even a very big one. It's 250 gold per point. That is half a quest at like 50 so if you're doing silver and gold content you get like uh if you if you do a a like just a day um a max level crafting writ you get 600 and some odd gold so that's two days worth of things in one crafting writ it's not an excessive amount of gold it's not hard to farm it's not like you're like oh my goodness if i if i do this i'm not gonna be able to repair this week the the gold cost is negligible at best it's barely worth it and there's no skill behind it. You don't have to unlock an achievement to, you know, oh, you've maxed out riding skill, but now you have to beat Serpent Trial in order to unlock the second thing. It's really just a six-month time gap to get max level. And 
other than the speed boost, uh, and even that, like I'd say it doesn't really give you an advantage over players. In PvP, the speed boost is about the only one that may give you an advantage. But I, I the main reason why I don't have a big problem with this is for those of us who've been playing for a year, we've been maxed out. Okay, so like I maxed out. The new console players um, who've been waiting for a year to play this game will have to start at zero. So that's six months to max out their horse. Whereas we were allowed to copy our characters to the, the console areas. That sucks because we got full. Like if I, I, I bought the $20 copy for PS4. Why? I don't even have a PS4, but it was 20 bucks. <laughs> and I figured if I ever buy a PS4, I can then now play my character on PS4. You know, my VR 14 on PS4. I bought it because it was 20 bucks and I don't mind supporting Zoss. And will I ever use it? I don't know, but I bought it. <laughs> um, but if I do, my horse is maxed out. I know a lot of players and, and different people are buying uh, the PS4 Switch. Uh, some of the big names out there, I know Avarwin has a PS4 so he can play from Elder Scrolls off the record. Uh, Deltia from Deltia's Gaming. Uh, he he's bought he bought a PS4 and he already has like a PS4 character, you know, stuff like that. He's getting re- or getting ready to play on those areas and he's going to have these maxed out things. And anyone that follows him, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that have bought the game and are now going over to the PS4 because that's where they're used to playing. Are used to, you know, they'll they'll be ahead of everyone else when the new people come in. If you're not on their side, obviously, you're running to the keeps at normal mount speed or no mount at all. And these other people are going to have all of this stuff. Um, Is it a huge advantage? Not with the teleport system. You know, they, they do have an advantage, but it's not like a statistical advantage. They just get places faster. Um... And it'll be, an, adv- it'll be an advantage for so long, but as yeah. soon as the console players catch up six months, one year oh, in, yeah. it'll be very similar to how we are right now yeah. on and console. Technically, the only one they really need to buy is the speed one. So yeah. 30 days after the first 30 days, if they do it every day, the majority of people are going. And this Khajiit is fighting with me at the moment. She wants to be on the show. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that was awesome. She wants to be on the show. So here we're going to since the East isn't here, you'll be on the show. Ow, she's biting me. She wants to fight. She does not. She does not support these. She's <laughs> telling me no. She does not support these. Um, so yeah, in thirty days, the um, the advantage will be gone. But you know, I don't know if, if people aren't doing it every day. That's why it doesn't really bother me. If someone's like, man, I just really want my extra sixty bags spots, I'll throw down X amount of money and just max it out, and there we go. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't really see too much of an issue with this because it's all just well, my main character right now, and plus it's the riding skill. She's got it. The riding skill, while it it does max out, is per character, it's not per account. So my main is maxed out. Like I spent six months, and I, I'm lo- I'm going through because it doesn't really bother me. Like I tell you, I log in every morning, and I have a routine that I just pop down the list and I buy the riding skill and all my characters. And some of them already have maxed out uh, like riding or crafting or something like that or, or the carrying capacity, whatever. And they just go down the line and I just do that every day. It's not a big deal. But 
if I had the extra money and this was something that really, and I had an alt, like maybe I switch mains or something, not that I would. And I go, do I really want to wait all six months to get all 60 or do I just want to throw down the cash and get him up to where my main is? Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, not a problem. Um, and I know you and I were talking earlier. Price point is the thing I think that we're kind of concerned about. Um, what what are you thinking for price for these, like per book? You know, I, I want to say 100 crowns for one point, but... Then again, I'm not sure, even sure if that's too fair, but I'm I'm thinking that's probably what they're going to go for is 100 crowns for one point. Okay. That would be about 60 bucks or so in order to max out one line. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, is it steep? 60 bucks to max out, save you 30 days. Is 60 bucks worth 30 days of making sure you log in and do it every day? I don't know. Some people it might be. Uh, I personally don't believe 50 bucks for uh, the Dwemer book is worth it, but people, I know people who paid for it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I could see that. Um, yeah, would I accept, I w if it were any higher than 100 crowns per book, I would say it's almost excessive, especially for how easy it is to do it. It's just 250 gold isn't hard, at least with the Dwemer books and the Imperial, you had to go out and find them and it was rare. <laughs> at least somewhat rare in the case of uh, uh, Imperial Dwemer, not so much the hardest part of Dwemer wasn't getting the motifs. It was getting the ones you don't already have. Um, so 50 bucks, 60 bucks. It's a little expensive for a line, but if it were more than that, I would say Zoss is ripping you off hardcore. Um, I would almost say a little cheaper. Probably wouldn't be too bad either. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred crowns. A hundred would be what sort of pushing is the max for me. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I Agreed. I wouldn't pay for it if it was more than a hundred crowns per skill book. Not at all, because that that's a dollar per skill point. That's you know it's a dollar a day for that, which is pretty expensive. I mean, yeah. for what you're getting, especially considering how little work it takes to actually get it. I mean, literally, how little work. Um, yeah, that that would be the top. But then again, you know, they they for like skill resets and stuff like that, they're charging essentially seven bucks. But I mean, in game money, if you have like close to three hundred skill points, that's a that's a lot of money in game. Yeah, is it worth seven bucks rather than spending the in game gold? Possibly, because that could be fifty thousand gold or more. Actually, it might be more than that. Because what is it, fifty gold per point, three hundred? Yeah, it, it would be up there. It, it's it, it's a chunk of change if you're close to the cap on skill points. Um, but for this, I don't. I, if it's more than a dollar, um, hundred crowns per book, no, nah, I wouldn't say it's worth it. Um, so yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's what we kind of wanted to talk about, and uh, we're getting we're getting pretty close to the hour mark here, which is what I kind of wanted for this show. Um, so, Avi. Good, sir. I, I want to thank you for doing this with me. I know it was kind of impromptu. I think I texted you like two days ago and said, hey, what are you doing on Thursday? Because um, <laughs> it was know, the only day I could do anything. So, you know, you're one of the only few people I know that I can actually talk about this book with <laughs> and under they understand what I'm talking about. And I, mean, I run excited up, about it. I run up. I run up to a couple of my friends and I try to show them and they look at it like, all right, man, you got to book about a video game no you don't understand what this you, is <laughs> you, don't, you don't understand <laughs> yeah 
It's no, funny. I, was, I, liter- I literally excited. did that same thing, but you can't see me. I picked up my book and I... <laughs> Just at the yeah, yeah, look it. at it <laughs> yeah no i i agree i it's, it's something i was excited about like we were gonna do this uh last week on episode 64 but uh, i know you weren't here and i knew you wanted to talk about it i'm like well i want to talk about it with somebody who's actually read it too so i i wanted to wait and i'm, I'm glad you ca- came on with me and we got an opportunity to talk talk about the book and uh um i do want to again give a special shout out to Titan books um, for, for sending us the review copy and for also giving us the one to, uh, to give away. We really appreciate that. And uh, you made a wonderful product. Definitely two thumbs up here. So, all right, I guess we'll give our final thoughts and then we'll sign off for the evening. So Avi, why don't you go ahead? All right, my final thoughts are when it comes to the book, this book is a 10 out of 10. If you can get it for the $35 price range or anywhere near that, I say buy it and don't think twice about making the purchase. And then when my final thoughts on the uh, horses, I think it's a good deal. I think they should keep it near 50 to 100 crowns and not go anywhere higher or they're easily ripping off their their game, their players. Yeah. Um. Yep, I will I will echo pretty much exactly what Avi said. Book, pick it up, however you can get it, it's worth it. If you're a fan of Elder Scrolls, just do it. Um and as for the, like we said, the, the data mine stuff, again, I I got to say this, this is data mined subject to change. I mean, we've data mined the the experience potion. We've seen two iterations of it so far and it's still not in the game because there was a lot of uh controversy about i don't foresee there being a lot about this because it's just a time sink and it's not even a time sink that really gets you very much not really i mean i didn't i did almost the entire game storyline without a maxed out speed horse so it doesn't matter in in the end all it really does is do you get from point a to point b a little faster yeah can you carry a little bit more yeah means you don't have to go back to town as much is it worth it some people maybe others not so much i made it back to town i i would go back to town before i was ever full of my bags anyway so it that's how it goes um so there we go um yeah zoss keep it keep it to a a good price and i think this is a pretty good one and I, i i would probably buy some of them as well for maybe other characters if i didn't feel like logging in every day All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Uh, Do not forget about the contest. Sign in. Episode 65. Tell us what your favorite zone is, what you want to see in ESO, and why it's your favorite. And uh, we'll pick a winner you have until May 20, as I pull it up again. May May 29th. 29th. May 29th. And that's when we'll stop accepting entries. So good luck to everybody. And uh, we will see you next week for another episode of Tales of Tamriel. Have a good night, everybody. You just listened to another episode of Tales of Tamriel, a Dungeon Crawler Network production. If you want to get involved, please be sure to check out our website at www.dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. Please be sure to follow us on our social media and YouTube channels. We can be found on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dungeoncrawlernetwork, on Twitter at dungeoncrawlnet, and at Tales of Tamriel, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tales of Tamriel Podcast. 
Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you next time.